the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, friends, welcome back to The Common Good here on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. Alongside Aubrey Sampson, my name is Brian Fromm. And Aubrey and I are excited to talk about a new book just came out a few weeks ago called Rhythms of Resilience. Faith Practices to Thrive in Chaos. If there's any good word for this time of year, it is chaos. And so we're excited to have the author of that book, Phil Chan, joining us today. Phil, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Good morning, everyone. Yeah, good morning. It's great to have you with us, Phil. Hey, uh, before we dive into this great book, this important book, why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Sure. Um, Actually, was born and raised in Chicago, moved here uh, to Pasadena for seminary. I'm a husband, a father of three kids going on four, you know, uh, to your point, life is very chaotic. You know, <laughs> I got kids, uh, age six, four and two and zero. So it's going to be, whoa, be whoa, wild. you are in the chaos. You are in the chaos. You're in the good chaos though. That, let's actually take a turn and talk about some of the difficult chaos we've all been living in especially for the past several years, particularly, I know it's not a new thing, but I think we've all felt it really deeply, Phil, over the past few years. You're kind of writing about how chaos disrupts our emotional and our spiritual lives. Right. Talk to us about that. How does chaos do that? You know, you know, the background of this story is actually um, based on an old story um, called The Roman Roads. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with it, like the third, fourth century, you know, Rome was famous for these amazing infrastructure called Romans roads, where basically from Rome, you could go to anywhere, you know, whether you live mm. in the hillside, the country, the mountain, the valley, and it doesn't matter where you were. Um, and while people marveled at that, people didn't understand the inverse was actually very scary. Wasn't that all Rome? It wasn't just that all roads led to Rome. It was that all Rome could come to you. Which is, if you didn't pay taxes, if you were in trouble, didn't matter where you were, Rome had access to you. You know, mm. that parable to me is a parable of the world we live in, whether we like it or not. You know, as you guys know, what you guys are in Chicago, mm-hmm. I'm in Pasadena. We are bonded by a common tapestry and thread of an interconnected world where yeah. chaos in one place will echo, and literally in milliseconds. I can see it in my th- my phone. Mm-hmm. If something's happening in Ukraine, something's happening yeah. in China, something's happening on Washington. When is something never happening in Washington? You know, it's chaos is not the exception; it is the norm now. And I think I, I feel like that word chaos is so resonant with people because the question I'm sure you guys asked in Chicago in 2020 in 2021 was, "When is the world going back to normal?" Yeah. And some yeah. of me, my prophetic friends, we knew deep in our hearts, you know. The world is never going back to normal. Mm. Chaos is not the exception. It is the norm. And, right. and subsequently, the way that we as believers respond to it, we have to change. Our faith practices have to adapt because what we're doing isn't serving us. You know, mm. I'm sure 
um, maybe you have observed in your church. I, I have definitely observed in my friends. We struggle in chaos. I struggle in chaos. Mm. You know, the word I use is I become my worst self. You know, this yeah. idea that when we are disconnected from God, when we can't see God, our internal state becomes compromised such that we are not at our best selves. And I have had friends, you know, struggle in their faith this last couple of years. They have left church. They have yeah. left their faith. Yeah. You know, we have said venomous things from our mouth because of the external things. Mm. I have said venomous things. And so this is problematic, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Phil, you already touched on this, but let's keep unpacking that. What's the result of uh, when we don't deal with the chaos, when we don't strategize and think around it, help people see like, this is the effect it's going to have both on your life and on your faith. <clears throat> That's a great question. You know, the parable that I, I start off in the book is the story of Jesus and the storm in the sea. You know, mm. and it's just this idea of like the disciples are, if you're aware, like on the sea with Jesus, you know, they're with, they've seen Jesus do crazy things, but suddenly a storm comes and Jesus is sleeping in the stern and then they're <laughs> like, dude, we're going to die. This is going to be so, this is terrible, you know, and they go wake Jesus, Jesus of all people, he's sleeping, you know, um, he's like, don't you care about us? And then Jesus says, dude, why are you afraid? You know, mm. to, to answer your question, Brian. You know, when chaos comes, whether it's out there or in our family lives or in our work, our eyes get fixated on the storm. Yeah. And suddenly, whatever, you know, I really believe that worship is often a matter of attention. You know, what we pay most attention to becomes our God. And at that moment, the storm was the, the God of the disciples. That's mm. all they could see. It's all they can hear. And Anxiety, to my understanding, is this fixation on anything but God. When we suddenly are left in a world where we feel like we have to be in control of our survival, mm -hmm. our peace, something happens in our soul that God never intended for us. We, we look at the storm and this fragmentation and disorientation happens in our spiritual lives where nothing is in order. And Jesus says, why are you afraid? I, I made all this. I moved this. I can do this. I made this in a second. That's you know? right. And then the internal peace gets lost. You know, one of my favorite um, quotes that I, I've been dwelling upon is by this French uh, priest. He said, you know, the only peace we have to offer is the peace we have ourselves. And that's the problem in chaos mm. is that mm. when our internal spirituality is disconnected from God, we see reality not through the lens of a God who's sovereign and providential over the universe. When we just see the noise and the chaos, we lose our peace and we have no peace to yeah. offer the world. Yeah. Mm. Oh, so such a such a powerful thought, Phil. The name of your book that we're talking about is <clears throat> Rhythms of Resilience, Faith Practices in uh Faith Practices to Thrive in Chaos. And I know you actually go through some simple spiritual practices to help readers reclaim that piece you're talking about. Right. And so that we will impact the world and be able to offer peace to the world. Can you give us an example, perhaps of one or two of those spiritual practices? Sure. Um, the four, um, sorry, I have my kid coming in right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> That's we'll, okay. We'll, we'll edit, edit it. it. Yeah, that yeah. happens. <laughs> oh my gosh. I should have locked kid, the door. No. So cute. No, so okay. cute. They're precious. They're, they're <laughs> chaos. Speaking of chaos. This chaos. This is real. Yeah. This is, this is real life right here. <laughs> so, the 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 four rhythms that I talk about in my book, you know, to 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 
to answer your question, I have to go back, you know, can we even thrive in chaos? And to me, the answer is yes. And this is based on my observation of the life of Jesus and life of spiritual giants that have gone before us. You know, it's not just things that we believe or it's actually things that we actually have to do. Um, <clears throat> this is Nova. Ah, Nova. Hi, Nova. <laughs> That's a cool name, Nova. She was born September 11th, 2020. Stop it. Oh, nice. I have a son who was born September yeah. 11th as well in uh, 2007, but yes. Yeah. Hey, Nova. Say How old hi. are you? She's two. You're two? You sitting with dad? <laughs> okay, go ahead, Phil. Sorry. There are rhythms and, and, and habits that I observed that Jesus did regularly, predictably, um, because as much as he was 100% God, he was 100% human, you know? So... The, the four basic rhythms that I think every believer needs in their arsenal are the practice of leaving, the practice of being still, the mm. practice of confronting ourselves, and the practice of returning to our world. You know, um, leaving specifically is about um, an observation that every Bible character that I observed did something amazing in the midst of chaos. God took them away from their context first. You think about mm. David in the wilderness. You think about Moses in the wilderness. You think about Elijah in the cleft of the mountain. You think Jesus in the wilderness. Too many of us stay where we are. We just think we just drive on and we don't realize that leaving is a practice in itself. Mm. The second one is stillness. It's this idea that when hurry is the economy of our world, attention, yeah. pace. Instead of that, Jesus stayed an additional two days in John 10 when Jesus, when Lazarus was was dead. Why? Because it is more important to be in sync with God in stillness mm. than it is to trudge forward. Mm-hmm. And the third is confronting, which is like mm. so, so key because if anything you've heard in the last couple of years, when things go wrong, our first, our first, um, the uh, first response is to point fingers at the world. You're the reason I'm at, not at peace. Mm. You're wrong. You're the enemy. And, and yeah. Jesus' encouragement is not to look at the speck from my brother's eye, but to look yeah. at the law coming out of my own. It is about right. confronting my own demons. Like, why am I not at peace? What is at jeopardy here? And that is a practice that I feel like Christians really need. Mm. And the last one is returning to our world. We're not to be monastic. We are to be integrated, live integrated lives because a world of darkness needs light. So yeah. I don't know if that answers your question, but those so are the good. Questions. Four so basic rhythms that I see Jesus live out faithfully. I see biblical characters li- live live out, and I think they are the blueprint for us as modern Christians mm. in order to thrive in chaos. Uh, we live in chaos, and that's why this book is so important. Yep. Uh, rhythms of resilience, faith practices to thrive in chaos. We we only got the tip of the iceberg today, but that's a good thing. So now you go out and get that book again. Rhythms of resilience. Faith Practices to Thrive in Chaos. The author is Phil Chen. Phil, really quickly, if people want to read more of you or they want to follow you on social media, whatever else it might be, how can they do that? Sure. You can pick up the book on Amazon. It's out. You can follow me on Instagram at This is Phil Chan or visit my website at philipchan.org. Great. Phil, thanks so much. Have a Merry yeah, Christmas. Thank thanks for joining us. Christmas. Thank you so much. Merry Christmas to you guys. Yep. You're listening to The Common Good. AM 1160, hope for your life. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.